What's up, guys? Thank you for checking out this episode of Chewing the Rag, featuring Mello. We're going to do our minutes with Mello. Before we begin, just want to give a couple quick shout-outs. First and foremost, I want to shout-out Serenity Landscaping and Property Management Services. All your landscaping needs, you know, as simple as mowing the lawn or those big projects that you've been putting off. The nice weather's here. Memorial Day weekend just passed. Uh, you know, I know you're going to be doing things outside. Maybe you're going to have some company over. Make all that stuff easy for yourself. Give Serenity Landscaping Services a call at 518-331-0774. And let them know that Chris from True in the Rag sent you. I also want to give a quick shout out to Flowrite. Again, plumbing, drain issues, sewer issues. Uh, Flowrite's great. I've worked directly with them on stuff that I've had. I've gone on jobs with them. Uh, the rates are fair. They don't hit you with any of those like nonsense weekend fees or anything else that a lot of their competitors try to do. So what you're going to want to do for them, same thing. Give a phone call to 518-649-0921. And let them know that Chris from Chewing the Rag sent you. Also, uh, <clears throat> I apologize. Also, if you are like me, and you work a nine to five, uh, you know, I'm, I work a nine to five. I'm raising a son. I stream video games. I do the podcast, obviously. You know, I'm trying to work on like physical health, everything else. And I get run down. I'm constantly, you know, I drink a cup of coffee in the morning, maybe two through between morning and afternoon. And then maybe I'll go grab an energy drink. I'm trying to cut back on that a little bit. And be a little bit more healthy. And that's where I think Dubby is going to come in. So Dubby is a clean energy drink made to give you energy, focus, no crash, no jitters. And they've got a lot of great flavors. So what you're going to want to do for that, go to Dubby.gg. That's D-U-B-B-Y dot G-G. And at checkout, enter promo code CHEWIN. C-H-E-W-I-N. There's no G. D-U-B-B-Y-W-B-G-G. Get what you need. Get yourself one of those great tasting energy drinks. It's a powder, so you'll save money. I mean, realistically, it'd come out to be about a dollar a can as opposed to these $3, $4 energy drinks that you're buying. So save yourself some money. Make it in the morning. Shake it up. Good throughout the day. No jitters. Tastes great. Uh, there's a lot of, like, good stuff in there it's no real hidden ingredients or anything it's a handful of ingredients um and you can get 10 percent off your purchase by using promo code chewing at checkout thank you i hope you guys enjoyed the episode and we are good what's up brother what's good what's good I can just pull up these notes here. This is our third episode, right? You and I, we did our yes. first. We did a first. So for everybody who doesn't know, it's my man Mellow. We do a segment called Minutes with Mellow, and we did one real long episode. I mean, I guess realistically, our last two were full episodes. <laughs> the second one wasn't really even supposed to be. Yes, uh, I think the first one was an introduction, kind of. Yep. Um, but that definitely, I think was over 30 minutes Yeah. and the last one, we had some fan questions and that definitely lasted about an hour, bro. We just went every question. Some of them were wild. So it was just like, 
we were like, yeah, no, we'll just do a quick segment, answer some fan questions, have fun, do minutes with Mello. And that shit, we were like, I guess it's just a full episode. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but they're fun. These minutes with Mello are fun because we either get fan questions like Mello mentioned, or we'll just come up with like topics that we think will be interesting and that really pertain to us as well. So today's topic, we're going to be talking about laziness and not like physical. I don't want to go to the gym laziness. Of course, that'll get mentioned, but just laziness in your art and your craft. If you're somebody like us who wants to make content or if you're an aspiring comic or musician and your work doesn't match what you're saying you want, that's the laziness we're going to talk about today. Yes, a hundred percent. Like you said, it uh, not not physical, but we we see it in in just so many aspects. Um, like I said, just musicians, artists, uh, content creators, comedians, uh, writers, producers. You know, anyone that just kind of trying to hone their craft and, and really work on it. Uh, we're pretty much just covered or surrounded by a generation of people who kind of don't think they have to do that. Exactly. You said it best, like this generation specifically, because we're in that generation now where everybody has a phone, everybody, you know, they want to go viral. They want to make content. They want that title, but they don't necessarily know the work that comes into it. So they think they're just going to point a phone on themselves, dance in front of a tree at their local park and then go viral. And it's like, <laughs> bro, that's just not how it works. I promise you. <laughs> you aren't even a good dancer. No, you, you're ass. If you go viral, it's because everybody's making fun of you in their group chats. <laughs> 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 like, and I want to preface this as well, because when we talk about like these topics, this has nothing to do. Mental health can also play a part in this so this has nothing to do with mental health. I understand that somebody might get depressed or have anxiety or something like that. This doesn't apply to that. That's a viable excuse as to putting something on the back burner before somebody in the comments runs their mouth. And it's like, well, what about the, I'm not talking about them. Those guys have an excuse. <laughs> I'm talking about the lazy people. This is for lazy people. A hundred percent. That's exactly. Uh, that's why, you know, you, you, the title or how you brought the conversation out was perfect. Uh, laziness. It's, Lazy. it's not people who aren't good at their craft. It's not people who don't have the time. Uh, it's not people who, because I'll be honest, some people can put in a lot of work and can, nothing can ever come out of it. But, mm -hmm. hey, if you're out there putting quality work, then to some people that's okay. But it's definitely about the laziness about it. A hundred percent. And this also, triers. Like, there's just people who try something and they're like, it ain't for me. That's cool, too. You you got to try it. This has nothing to do with that. This is strictly laziness. I support triers. I'm a fucking trier, honestly. And I'll probably get into that, but this is all just laziness. So I got a list here. I'm just going to, we'll just feed off each other. And the first thing, number one, the key thing with laziness, the motherfucker that makes excuses, <laughs> the motherfucker oh, that yes. has an excuse for literally everything bro a hundred percent uh those type of people obviously will be like they try they don't necessarily say the world's against them mm -hmm. but somehow everything that can happen happens um everyone that can be in their ways in their way um anyone that can pose a threat pose a threat and it's just like they just somehow can't get past beyond or over any of it exactly it's it's the person that 
oh, I wanted to do this, but I just can't because this, or I wanted to do that. I can't because that. And it's like, you get old. That only happens so many times. Like eventually you got to look within. Why am I making these excuses? Is this something I want to do? Maybe it's not. Maybe it wasn't for you, but you have to answer that yourself. And I find with people who have a craft, you notice those people, if that, what am I trying to say? If their art isn't matching what they say they want and they're making excuses, those excuses are probably directly correlated to why your content ain't great or that song you wrote is kind of ass or, you know, whatever it might be. No, a hundred percent. And it's, it's, it's funny because usually um, it's always the same excuses. Mm-hmm. 100%. It's like, if it's one thing, have you tried, what have you tried doing about it? Mm-hmm. Like if it's not, like, let's just pick this one thing. What have you tried to do about it? How can, how can you try to avoid it? How can you, uh, actually, like, oh, maybe I don't know how to do this. Well, how can you learn a little bit? Like, where where can you start? Or I can't do this because of this. Well, how can you remove that obstacle out the way? How can you make this uh, transition a little easier? Just certain things like that. And it's just like it's 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 never really like a whole bunch of excuses. Honestly, it's always the same. I want to say one or a few, but it's it's always the same thing over and over again. The one one or a few things that they never even tried to get a solution or even whether or not it, it, there is a solution, it's just something that they throw out there as, and that's what's well, That's what's happening. A hundred percent. And like, even with me personally, so the old podcast that I had, uh, you look at the YouTube channel for that. There's no video. We're not on camera. And when I made this, I didn't know how to, you know, get a good pod on camera or everything or anything. And I was like, people aren't going to respect the fact that, Okay, you want to be on YouTube? Why? Why is it? I'm just looking at a picture. So I was right. like, "All right, let me do this. Let me put in the work." And then I noticed my Max webcam was ass. I was like, "That ain't gonna work either." Like, you don't want that image. Like, all right, I'm finally on camera. It looks like shit. Lighting was shit. Get a ring light. Like, there's always a way to turn your excuses. You know, get rid of. Just get rid of the fucking things because. Every excuse you have, there's usually a solution to the problem you're creating in your head. Oh no, a hundred percent. And like for us specifically, uh, obviously we're both in the the content creation uh podcasts uh as well. So specifically for the podcast, uh, a lot of people I've I've talked to me about oh like I had this idea for a podcast, but it's like oh I don't know how to do this, I don't know that. Mm-hmm. I always say I didn't either. Exactly. That's exactly I didn't, it. I didn't a couple months ago. I actually been doing a podcast for two years, and I had no problem using um uh a gaming headset with yep. the mic on it. A couple months ago, I was like, okay, like I'm actually doing a little something. Maybe I should get a a good mic. Next, just like you said, the next thing for me, I always have a background, uh, because I have nothing but a white closet wall behind me. Mm-hmm. Next thing on my list, I gotta get a ring light. There you I go. Gotta get better lighting. You know, so it's like it don't happen overnight. Um, I've been doing uh, what I've been doing for two years. I think you've been doing podcasting for over a year now uh, mm-hmm. between both podcasts. So it's like, you have to start somewhere. You have to pick something to start. And, and it's funny. Cause like, I see a lot of people like, oh, I've had this idea for years. And it's like, honestly, all this stuff was cheaper a couple of years ago. Yeah, you could have got away with starting a podcast <laughs> for under a hundred dollars. Exactly. If you really wanted to. Exactly. Uh, so it's like, at this point, some of those excuses are, like you said, just excuses. They never plan on getting that equipment 
No. They never plan on putting the time. Uh, they actually just like, oh, I could have done this. I could have did that. I wanted to do this. Um, but I want, like, a lot of people want to do a lot of things. Like, doesn't mean they're going to just happen. Exactly. Exactly. If you really want it, you wouldn't be telling me you want it. You would be going online and you would be looking at how to get started. Because I'm not going to get you. What am I going to get? You want me to empty my wallet for you? What the fuck are you telling me for? Go start. <laughs> I can't start well, for you. Literally, and not even that. Like, uh, I'll have this conversation. On what do you suggest? Like, I can't tell you. Right. I, 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 don't, one, I, don't I would say, I don't exactly. I don't remember what I got first. And two, <laughs> yeah. I, I just want based off advice of what I researched at the time and what I thought was best for me. 100%. That could be a whole different situation for you. Some things I might be cheap out, cheap out on, you know. But that's the thing, like, you have to do the thing, like, the same way I learned what I learned. Right. You go learn it too. Like it sounds it's corny. Like I'm an like, expert. Yeah, like, it sounds corny, but it's like it's your journey. Like that's literally what it is. It's it's cliche, but that's your journey. That's something you got to figure out. I can't do it for you. You want my advice? I mean, we could brainstorm something together, but that's it. And at the end of it, I'm gonna be like, that's just what I would do. I'm gonna do that old cliche where it's like, that's just what I would do. That way, if you take my advice and it don't work, it's like I didn't tell you to do it, motherfucker. I just said that's what I would do. <laughs> I always uh, say just go on Amazon. Bro, that's what I did. Everything. Go on Amazon, go to Google. Everything. Like I said, it's a podcast generation now. Everyone loves, and, and it's not, not a problem with it. No. Ev everyone loves being in front of the mic. Everyone loves being in front of the camera. And as long as you have an audience, you can, that's perfectly fine. And it's crazy because there's so many things out here that you wouldn't think that have an audience. Like, I really Bro. be looking at some of these people that have like thousands, of hundreds, or, or hundreds of thousands of followers. And it's like, what is what yeah, is yeah, bro? What is it like? Why are you obsessed with this person? I swear, I swear, there's so much of it, and it's like, damn, I could have been doing that, and it's like, but you're not like, <laughs> like you could be now. Find your own lane, damn it, because it's taken. It's like, yeah, I guess so. And this comes, I mean, this really kind of directly correlates into what we're saying is like the people that do start finally. You notice in the beginning, they might hit real hard. You know, they're on schedule. They're you know, trying to bring in viewers. They're attracting. They're attractive. And then we'll just say for podcasting, for example, five episodes deep, you notice consistency falling off. You notice, okay, he missed this week. Okay, his episodes are getting shorter. Okay, whatever it might be. That's another sign of probably laziness. Once that consistency falls, if you're not ending it, if you're not ending it, but your consistency drops, that's most likely you just being lazy. And that's the crazy part is because like at the very least. You have people out there who got what they got with no talent, mm -hmm. no skill. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they might have a niche. They might have a following, but with all of them do have. Is consistency all of them, and that, of them. if anything, you need consistency. All these TikTokers, the ones who are popping, they're always on live. They're always dropping videos. Uh, the ones who do good, like I follow a lot. Uh, people who do good, like skits or just you know just yeah jokes or you know like I I love to be on TikTok specifically because that's what's popping right now, yeah. and I love laughing. Yeah, like I I want to laugh. So I follow a lot of people and like dumb guys. Like I be sitting here thinking like. How do you come up with that? Because like 
it's a constant like and you can't copy like you said like you you have to be the original if someone takes it you can't be in their lane and it's like i'd be amazed by how some of these people come up with it um but at the very least and some of them don't be hits but at the end of the day they're gonna drop you that you know one video uh at least like two, three vids a week. Some of them, exactly. mostly TikTok, it's at least a, a vid a day. Yeah. Easily. At least a vid a day. Easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For most TikTokers. So it's like, yeah, you definitely at the very least, if you don't have anything, have consistency. And me and like I said, I have my I have my own podcast. I I definitely stress like that's what definitely what we should, we should be building off of. Get like amount things. Let's get better at doing things. Yep. And then we'll get better at doing things better. Exactly. First, let's get better at doing things. Exactly. Exactly. Then we'll get better at doing it better. We don't have to be perfect, but we have to be consistent. A hundred percent. This is something you and I, I think on our very first episode talked about is like, if we don't like something, we're, we're willing to scrap it because we do like that quality. But in the beginning, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, you're probably going to suck. You're going to learn through that suck. First and foremost, the very first step is putting it out there. And once you tell people like, hey, every week this is what's coming or every day this is what's coming, this is what I'm doing, just do it. Like the legwork Mm -hmm. has to be done. That's that consistency that's going to get you a fan base because ultimately that's why people do this. Exactly. Like you obviously want viewers. You don't want to be talking to yourself. So how do you Mm -hmm. develop viewers? Give them something to view. You need that consistent. Like I missed last week. I'll be honest. May is a super busy month for me. And I put out, I knew I was going to miss it. So I recorded like a three minute episode. It's, it's just an episode that says like, there won't be an episode this week. I'm really sorry. I haven't missed a week since starting this. I don't plan on doing it again. I just been really busy, but I would hate for you guys to look this week and not see at least a title and something. So they had something to click on and they're like, shit, he's not going to be here, but at least I know he's not going to be here. I know the podcast ain't just ending. And like, to me, that was probably the right move. I didn't feel good even doing that. Like, I don't like skipping, but at least I put it out into the universe. Like, this is what's going on. No, 100%. And I'll be honest, I personally love that, the communication with the fans. Um, Maybe I should take a tip by trope, but because when we miss a podcast over here at Who You Got, uh, y'all shit out of luck. We don't tell you. Uh, <laughs> That's how it used to be. <laughs> yeah, we, we've been doing we've been doing this for for over two years, over a hundred episodes, and by God, we have y'all find out when y'all find out, and yeah, that's probably yeah. why we don't got fans. If I'm being honest, they're like, "Bro, I don't know when these motherfuckers are coming out with shit." And two weeks later, oh, there's those guys. Let's yeah. see what they gotta say. Um, so no, honestly, the communication is great. Um, I never even thought about that as a creator. Um, and honestly, that's probably because I don't have those really a reoccurring fan. Yeah, but, uh, the fact that you started off doing that from the from the get go. Just let's, and that's the thing, you know, that work needs to be done. And you know, even if you have no one come clicking that video, you still owe that exact work to be done. And that's that's exactly how it needs to be. Exactly. And that's, that came from me because, you know, these bigger podcasts, um, they, they skip for sure. People skip episodes all the time and they don't feel it necessary to be like, Hey, we skipped. They'll put out a tweet two days later and be like, no episode this week. It's like, yeah, bitch, I noticed on Thursday when it was supposed to come out. What the fuck yeah, are you talking literally. about? So, like, I was like, I don't want to be that. So, how do I fix that? I'll let people know. Just, you know, it's it's just so easy. It's such a simple thing to do. And I don't care if three people are like, 
okay, well, at least he put it up. That's three people. Like, that's I'm fine with that. Right. 100%. I'm completely fine with that. And then here's my biggest pet peeve on laziness. I don't like the people who make something because people will like it, but they don't like it. You know what I mean? So, like, you're catering, and I noticed this a lot in comedy, and I did this when I first started stand-up. I was just telling, like, off-color jokes, just trying to be funny and trying to get a laugh, and they were getting laughs, but I didn't really... I knew they were funny, but I didn't think they were funny. I knew they were funny to other people because of how ridiculous they were. So I started telling, like, real-life stories about, like, my family and stuff because my family was fucking wild growing up to begin with. Like, that was comedy. And I noticed I was, like, really enjoying joke writing and everything more. So a pet peeve of mine is just making art because people will like it, not because you like it. No, 100%. And obviously, like I said, consistency is a big part of it. Um, I just think they can always bring my my own podcast or my own examples yeah. into it. Uh, w- with my podcast, I also stress uh quality, mm-hmm. and I stress quality. And this is one of the things where you do have to kind of find the line, because I do stress quality over quantity. Yeah, like yeah, I want to drop a video a day, but I'm not dropping a video a day just to drop a video a day. Like it's gonna have to be stuffed. And like I said, it, to me, it's not like oh. Like, like I've, I've dropped videos where the audios kind of sound garbled and yeah, you can hear me, but it sounds trash at the end of the day. That's the only copy I got. Like you're going to get it. So that's right. not what I mean by quality, exactly. but definitely like you hundred percent have to believe in your work. Um, Like you definitely can't just be like, especially like when you come with jokes, like uh, some comedians kind of just like uh they do certain jokes, like you said, because they know it will get a laugh, Um, yep. but it's, there's no substance. Um, it's lazy. Most of them are pr- probably, and I'm I don't know in your example, but most of them are probably overused. Um, mm-hmm. where it's just like you know it's gonna get a laugh because you know people are like I have laughed at it before, and like I 100% get what you're saying. Like I don't feel good getting work like that. Like if I get uh five viewers to something I felt proud of doing over a hundred viewers or something I didn't like that I was involved in, I would 100% take that five viewers every time. A hundred percent. And the thing that actually taught me that was, um, I'm just pulling it up now just so I can get the title right. Cause he's wrote a few now was Kevin Hart's book. I can't make this up life lessons. He talks about, um, getting cheap laughs and saying like, he knew that people would laugh at this, but he himself, and I forget it was somebody in the book told, it might've been like Patrice O'Neill or something, but a comic told him like, that ain't you like tell your story motherfucker like tell your jokes you can be funny still and you can be authentic and i think authenticity or not being authentic rather is another form of laziness you're just you're copping out you're going for that low-hanging fruit and you're just what's pandering i guess is what it is you're pandering you don't believe in this crazy there's two sides to that coin Mm -hmm. because I see some people try to specifically fit a role. And then the other side of that coin, I see other people try to be so different. Yeah. But they're still pandering. Exactly. And not being who they are genuinely trying to reach a different crowd. 
exactly 100 percent. oh and that's the same and i i see like um i always think like to ufc fighter and their personas uh when i think about that um yeah, you can go with, with comedians, uh, but that's literally where my head goes to. But uh, content creation is the biggest culprit of that, where these people are 100% faking who they are as people just to pander to a certain audience. Like I said, some of them are trying to fit specifically in a row, and some of them are doing something so completely weird or so completely off the wall just trying to get a reaction on the other end of that spectrum. hundred, Yeah, no, I agree 100%. Like, Especially you brought up fighters. I'll just bring one up, like Colby Covington. Exactly you were this, you were, yeah, a hundred. Here, this quiet guy who thought he was going to get cut from the UFC or was told he's going to get cut from the UFC. He says, "Well, I'm going out with a bang." Then goes to Brazil, makes fun of everything and everybody there, and then it works. So what's he do? Let me double down. Anytime I'm in an argument with somebody, race, their kids, where they live, I'm gonna talk about everything and it's like bro and then when you get pressed you call the cops like that's if you're gonna be that street guy who's that tough guy be that tough guy i know you ain't i know you're not and you know what's crazy is two things yeah he was about to get cut and at the end of the day he was always a good fighter yeah but leon leon edwards is exactly who kobe covington used to be Thank the you. one boring guy that was a good fighter that no one wanted to talk, uh, you know, fight or no one wanted to inter- even interview because he didn't sell. At the end of the day, he made it and, and got his yeah. chance, became a champion. But Colvin Covington, the the problem I have with him is he's he, that's fake for him. It, it's not like he decided let me just start talking this talk because it's good. He's actually a nice guy. He's a he's a really and, nice dude. And it's hard to like you. You imagine like, well, you hear the things he say, you see the things he do. What do you mean he's a nice guy? That's not who he is. He's doing that as if that's like he's a WWE superstar and mm-hmm. he needs to act out a role. Like that's not who he is. And at the end of the day, he has gotten his stardom, gotten his fame, and was able to set out almost two damn years and still fight for the championship Bro, because of that. <laughs> like, because of that. And it's like, and people are like, well, isn't that? You know, he's that's a good thing. And it's like, it's not, though, because his character isn't just like a badass. He's like, I mean, he says some really fucked up shit to people. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not. That's what I said. It's hard to sit here and be like, what do you mean he's a good guy? Yeah. Yeah, because he's really just acting. It's all it is. That's literally all it is. And he's I hate even to say he's a good fighter, but he is. He's an elite fighter. He's one of the best in the world. <laughs> that gas thing make no sense. It's stupid. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. And you just don't want to support somebody like that. And you know it's a character. Like you said, he's a good guy. But it's like this character is ass. <laughs> and But that's the thing. That's what makes it worse. If you were that racist, racist yeah. sexist, and fucked up as a person, that's one thing. But you're pretending to be to like, get fans. And bro, that can't feel good. Up. That that's can't what I'm feel saying. Good. That's even more fucked up. And then you still like, I just, it's so funny because I just seen an article the other day where someone was like, uh, the article was like, oh, so and so exposed Kobe Covington. Um, and then if you read the article, it's him saying that Kobe's a nice guy. I got to this country. Yeah, yeah. He let me into his gym, you know, and, you know, and it's like, bro, like once again, it's like, you just kind of show who he is as a person. And it really brings like, okay. Like to me, it just kind of brought back, like it, you, you weren't that guy. Once again, like some people do forget that he really isn't that guy and yeah. they get lost in it. They hate him. And it's like, mm-hmm. 
I mean, that's what he wants. That's the hate. But like, it's lazy. To me, it's just lazy. Lazy. And I think it's lazy. I think it's the laziest way to get people to watch because you know people are going to watch because either they're fucking bigots (laughs) or they want to see you lose. Exactly. You you know eyes are going to be on you for that reason. And sure, it helps your bank account 100%. I'm not going to say here and argue that. People are going to say here and be like, oh, well, he's on the fight. Connor has been able to sell fights being yeah. just who he was. Connor yeah. was cocky. Connor, like you didn't have to go pretend to be racist and sexist right. to sell fights. There's other ways of doing this, and this is a lazy way. Because like you said, it started with one comment that got mm-hmm. a little traction, and mm-hmm. he just like, oh, yeah, it's that easy? <laughs> yeah, All I got to do is say something racist, and yeah. I like I'm oh, that's it? <laughs> say less. And now you're right. That, that's, that's, like, that's ridiculously and lazy. There's nice guys that sell fights too, like Max Holloway, nicest guy in the world. He's a draw. Like you don't need that persona. You can be a super say, nice guy. Comes out, even even even. He's not a good guy. No, he's not over the line, ridiculously fucked up. When he no, he's just a psycho. He just like, he, he's, he's just, just aggressive <laughs> psycho. But you know what I'm saying? Like but you could have did anything. That, <laughs> that that is, bro. That's not lazy because it's real. <laughs> Khabib went out there and did nothing. He nothing. was no one. Like, he did nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Ran he, through the UFC. He just sat there. I smashed your boy. I smashed your boy. And that's it. That's all he had to say. And it was like, yes. yeah, I'm going to watch him. Fucking <laughs> yeah. What I'm going to watch do? him. He's because he is probably going to smash my boy. I don't know what the exactly. fuck he's going to tell you. <laughs> so no, like that's the thing. You you see it in all aspects, and like it's like, and that's funny because like. We we're talking mostly about like content creation, uh, comedians, artists, just yeah, people who are trying to put most of their stuff when it comes to like the the digital world or just mm-hmm. not just necessarily digital, but at this point that's kind of where we are in our life, and it's just like a lot of everyone trying to get the quick buck, get the quick viral video, get the quick like just get something quick. And yeah, it's so funny because we're talking about that base level, but then we could transition into a uh, top of the line UFC fighter. Who is kind of doing the same tactics of doing some lazy, just, literally, just trying to get to get to where he need to, but I'll not even putting go, the work and getting a persona or whatever. Exactly, and I'll even go the opposite direction. So we're talking digital, and then we're talking the elite, the elite in a combat sport. There's just your guy walking around high school who's a fucking chameleon and just blends in with every crowd and doesn't believe any of the shit he's saying because he's just trying to get through his fucking school day. Like, it's literally everywhere on every single scale. I think the only group that doesn't do it are probably fucking toddlers because they don't understand it yet. They just don't like, get it. It's literally every scale has not authentic people. Every scale, like every level of human being has something that relates to what we're talking about today. 100%. And it's like they they do what's convenient. They do what mm-hmm. they think like like i said i've seen some people all fit the same mode and then i've I seen some people try to be so different that they somehow still all fit the same mode just yeah a different mode i had um so i had a boss for a, a local business and he sat down with me went to a restaurant and he was talking about my co-worker because i was kind of like a acting supervisor and he's talking <laughs> he goes <laughs> yeah i this dude was the same age as me, so I wasn't acting shit. I was talking shit with him. But my boss brings up that guy I'm talking about. I'll just call him Tom for now. He's talking about Tom. And he goes, uh, 
yeah, you know, I had Tom working on this, that, and this, but uh, I don't really, I don't really know if he's fit for us. And what do you mean? He goes, well, you know, he has like, he was a little scrawny white kid. He was probably a couple of years younger than me. And he goes, you know, he's got like rap music really loud when he pulls into these places and he talks with an accent. And I'm just like, bro, you're describing me. Like, what are you talking? <laughs> yeah, but you're a chameleon. You kind of make it blend. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I've never hid the fact that I like rap music and I say like coffee and sauce and stupid shit like that. People make fun of me for it. Like, <laughs> I've never hid that at all. What do you mean I'm a fucking chameleon? So I was like, I had to take a step back and I'm like, you know, Tom, you want him to lie and like hide who he is? And I'm like, that's just not how it's going to work. That's not a thing that I'm, I'm not even going to respect what you're about to say the rest of this meeting now. <laughs> like, yes. At all. No, a hundred percent. And, and everyone's just trying to be someone else that mm-hmm. everyone else wants to be mm-hmm. or be someone else that everyone wants to view. Right. And it's like, and- that's a lot. That's what's gearing what we see people and the amount of work that people put in. Cause like, they're not putting work that they think is good work. They're just putting in work that's just enough to like get seen. Yeah. And they think well, that they can get seen by the right people. This is what really, this is what sparked that conversation. I'm going to bring it back to comedy is you posted a Facebook status where you called out somebody for doing, you were like crowd work. Now it's like, that's all people care about now. And I put it, you know, I screenshotted the tweet that I posted. It was like, Three days before that, I was like, yo, crowd work is just so lazy. And it's like, that's what sparked this whole conversation because it's everywhere. You got rappers who, you know, I know a kid and I'm not going to shit on him or say his name or anything, but like, he's a legit talented musician, multiple genres. And he makes this like, it's just awful hip hop. It's just, and I'm a, I love rap, like of all eras, all genres, but like, I know this isn't the shit that he's listening to. Like, bro. You think this is the rap that's going to blow. That's why you're doing it. A hundred percent. And that's what I feel like a lot of comedians are doing now. Like they're not actually trying to hone their skills, create no. jokes, like actually uh, put it together. Like that's the thing about the good, the good thing about a joke is like back in the day, you used to see a joke, you used to hear it. Then you used to hear another, uh, another version of it. Mm-hmm. Then you know, someone will ask something, make it a little better. Then someone will ask something, make it a little better, and then now change it up so it relates to you and your community. Yeah. Like it was so much that went into really just creating a joke, getting the punchline out, making it relate to the people around the, the that you're telling it to, and get that good reaction. Now people, and it's so funny because like a lot of people don't realize a lot of these skits, uh, people who create skits on TikTok and all them, those are our comedians now. Yeah. Those yeah. are the people who are going and do stand up, mm-hmm. and it's like some of them aren't funny, no, like, not at, at all. all, not at all. And then when you do see comedians, all and I see someone's like, oh well, um, comedians don't like to post their jokes, right? And it's like I I get that a little bit, but if and I pay attention to outfits and people in the crowd, if I'm seeing like literally twenty minute plus worth of you just talking to the crowd, yeah you're not doing enough. I didn't come right. here to, I didn't come, I'll be honest, I didn't come to get talked to. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker, leave me I alone. Didn't come to, <laughs> I didn't come to hear you talk to someone else. I came to hear you tell jokes. Mm-hmm. And, 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 go ahead. No, sorry. So, I want to preface this with, this is specific to guys 
who aren't known for that. So like, you know, Andrew Schultz, Big J Okerson, like just a couple random names, they're known for crowd work. So if you go sit in their crowd, you probably know you're going to get picked on or talked to rather. It's the people that don't advertise that they're crowd work guys or they they call themselves just like stand-ups. And then you go and it's just, what do you do for a living? You do what? And it's like, shut Literally. the fuck. You don't care what I do for a living, motherfucker. What do you do for a living? Because it ain't tell jokes. You're having a conversation with me right now. <laughs> 100%. And I usually, well, most of those people, like when you actually get to see a joke. Yeah. It's not a well, and it's usually a a, a stereotypical joke. Um, yeah, comedians love uh, politics or controversial stuff, and mm-hmm. like we talk about, that's lazy. Um, and it's just like they're not really just bringing much to the table, but trying to get a quick laugh, and then they'll get a quick laugh, and then go right back to trying to interact with the crowd. It's like yeah, and no. it's like, bro, that's so lazy. Like you're not, you're first of all, you're new to the game. You've been doing comedy for what three years? You're new to the game. Write a fucking joke. Like that's what I said, hone these, those skills. These other guys that you see doing crowd work that you want to be like, they've been writing jokes for 15 years. Like they've earned the right to go up there and do 50 minutes of jokes and then 10 minutes of crown work. What you haven't earned that right. You haven't been doing shit. You're so new. Learn to write a joke because that's what's gonna impress people. And the I don't want to post my jokes online. I get, like you said, to a point. Because mm, to a point. But we have to know you're funny. Yeah, because you don't want to post. You, you don't have to post your whole set. You know what I mean? Like, I could post videos of. I have jokes that I've posted online. I didn't do anything for me. When I went and performed live, I was able to tell 15 other jokes around that joke. Like, that didn't kill me that I posted that clip. It's not going to well, kill 100%. you, especially if you're always working. And that's why, like, I always get weary of young comedians Mm-hmm. Who are up and come and get popular, but like you said, they have no jokes online. It's just straight crowd work. Cause it's like, I question how much of your craft have you actually worked on? Because it's like you exactly. said, those people who did crowd work, they they're back and forth very witty. Yeah. These these new kids, they're like, they'll talk back and forth for like 25, 45 seconds, yeah. and then say something funny, and then try to get a laugh, and then go like you know, it's, like, it's slow pace. It's like you're literally watching someone have a conversation with someone. Like, no, yeah. I don't want to watch this. I'm I almost want to directly correlate that with the podcast boom. You know what I mean? Like it's like they can't because every comedian has to have a podcast now obviously. It's mm-hmm. like they can't step away from their podcast and stop podcasting. And it's like, bro, if that's the case, like maybe pick a different lane, like pick one or the other. If I'm not going to see you live if it's not a live podcast recording to hear you do a podcast. I don't give a fuck what you and this woman talk about for fucking five minutes I, I don't care about her I, she's just like me she she's a veterinarian i don't she's not fucking entertaining me i'm sorry <laughs> no and honestly uh I, I do be seeing that like with the the comedian podcast like they're not telling jokes they're literally yeah. like, telling like so some of them i get like if you really like but that's what i said you have to be old because if you right. have a good following been a comedian for a while 100 percent hop off a podcast you can sit there and tell road trip stories yeah. and your fans are going to sit that's there and fine. listen and, and enjoy that but if you literally don't have a following don't have a repertoire as a comedian then what are you doing on the podcast telling us what like what are we telling us exactly and people you know this could even go back to me like they could be like well what are you doing? You're talking about, and I'm like, but I'm not up here. I'm not sitting on this mic going, Oh, I'm a great comedian. 
I'm doing this, that, and a third. Like, don't confuse what I'm doing for that because that's a completely different thing. I'll give you my perspective as what I saw as somebody who went to open mics or somebody that tried to produce his own comedy show and everything else. But I'm not sitting here and going, oh, this, that, this, that, this, that, and then going to do fucking crowd work on stage that night. And it's like, that's not what I'm talking about, bitch. So don't try to bring that no, back it, to me. And <laughs> it's a big difference. But we, we, we talk a lot about the podcast culture. Like, I honestly, like, there's a lot about the podcast culture that I hate. And mm-hmm. people are like, oh, but you got a podcast. And I always tell like, why are you listening to all these people tell you this stuff that are not qualified to tell you this stuff? Exactly. And people are all, like, oh, you do a sports podcast. But yeah, mine is just an opinion. I could 100% be wrong to everybody. Like, exactly. I'm not an expert at it. But at least with sports, I could have some sort of stat mm-hmm. to back it up. Like, okay, like if this person shot nine for 10, I can probably say, quite confidently that he could be a good shooter. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to get butchered for saying that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, like, it ain't Ben Simmons. It's 100%. <laughs> because even if Ben Simmons hit 9 for 10, you're still not convincing me he's a good shooter. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. So I can... Like, I'm not an expert. I know that. But hey, some people like to hear sports. Some people might want to hear what I got to say. That's perfectly fine. But some of these people, they really go on these podcasts and without the, doing the work, yeah. Of knowing what they should know, being what they should be, they try to get quick audience, quick laughs. And like we were talking about creating stuff where they don't do the work. Now we're transitioning into putting out stuff where they didn't put the work in to be able to put out. Right. Like you don't have the credentials to be giving advice about this. You should not be able to tell someone that this is what work. Like you should not tell me what a successful comedian needs to do if you're not a successful comedian. How am I hearing this from you? A hundred percent. You don't tell me about how marriage is this, that, and the third when you're 22 and you ain't never fucking been married. Like you wouldn't go to marriage. You wouldn't go to that guy. So why the fuck are you going to go to somebody else for, you know, whatever it is that they're talking about. And yeah, that just drives me insane. I hate that. If there's one thing that's up there with laziness in that regard, it's unqualified motherfuckers telling you something. A hundred percent. And that's still laziness. It's lazy. It's laziness. It all you don't, comes back you don't, around you don't, to it. It comes back to laziness. <laughs> like, we've transitioned off to, like, three different branches at this point about people's life that just come back to laziness. And like <laughs> I said, we started off saying none of this will ever be about physical because I'm fat as fuck, so we're not yeah. going to touch physical laziness. That's what but I'm even saying. Then, I still try to work out and, and do that. I just, the food is the problem for me. That's where I'm lazy. Yes, sir. <laughs> and I'll gladly be lazy there for the rest of my life. I can't I can't tell you that. Um, But, yeah, no, and that's the thing, like, Yes, like physical laziness is one thing because I'll be honest, people like you said for for mental laziness, uh, just not you know doing the things you're supposed to do. There are mm-hmm. like if you're depressed, um, if you have anxiety, there's certain things that, uh, you just have to be able to, just slowly get to. That's 100 percent fine. Yeah. Uh, even with physical uh, laziness, some bodies, some people's bodies are different. Like some people will actually do workout, uh, do you know go to the gym, do do they, they need to do in their bodies, not really responding the, the way to, to respond. But other type of like what we're talking about, just putting work in, um, hey, like putting putting pen to paper. Like I, I got right. There's a lot of times where I'll, I, I want to do this. I want to do that. It's come down to now where it's like, I know I'm the only one that like, there are no excuses. There are mm-hmm. no like, I need to put time, find some time put pen to paper, like, you know, set a deadline. This needs to be done. You know, making a podcast, we need to put a camera in front of your face. 
put a microphone in your face, put some pen and paper, make it get done. hundred percent. Put a guitar and in front of your hand. You know, whatever saying, it do is, what you gotta do exactly. Whatever it is, and in regards to physical laziness, and we're probably gonna wrap this up, but for physical laziness, you know, I did do amateur MMA, and the very second, the second fight I ever took, I ended up pulling out, and. It was because my job schedule changed, which means my training schedule was going to change. I couldn't guarantee my opponent was going to get 100% of me. And I also couldn't guarantee that I was going to be able to take 100% of my opponent. So that's a totally different thing where if you're, and it sucked because, you know, I'm telling my opponent, like it was a few weeks out, they were able to get somebody else. It was a few months out rather. And, but I had to tell them like, look, I'm, not going to come in there and half-ass this thing because you're not half-assing it. You're going to fuck me up. So right. why would I, why would I voluntarily do that? So in regards to that, that's still, it is physically lazy because I probably could have figured out something with training, but it's that mental ability to not be lazy. That made me say no. Hey, if it like, wasn't going to be your best then you didn't want to throw it out. There. It, it don't, it don't make any damn sense. It's a, this comes after John Parker beat my ass in 27 seconds. I'm not going through that shit again. <laughs> Fuck no. So I couldn't do it. And you just got to, it sucks, but sometimes you got to be able to just say no and backpedal and just take a look at the big picture of things. And a lot of people aren't willing to do that. And it shows in their work. Like it still comes back to being lazy. You got, if you're not mm-hmm. looking at, you look at it as a fucking painting. If you're not looking at it corner to corner and every piece of that paper and you're overlooking things, your painting's going to look like shit. 100%. A lot of people, they don't even begin to understand what it takes to do so many things. Yeah. And these aren't even hard things. It's just things that you have to say. You have to be consistent. You have to put the work in. And even doing it without being good at it, you can't be lazy. No. And I get being eager. Eagerness is a good, that's a good quality to have. You know, you want to jump right in, you want to do the work. But once you put your foot in, just do the fucking work. That's all it is. Like, don't let that eagerness go away. Remember how fun it was day one when you were setting up on day fucking 20. And just know that day five is probably going to suck. Like, it's okay. Just keep going. And don't let that laziness win. If it's mental health or anything, do what you got to do to, combat that that's not what we're talking about today 100 where can people find you mellow <laughs> you really know uh if you like sports go ahead and listen to who you got podcast uh you can find us uh on youtube we got a website uh who you got podcast.com or pretty much on our socials at who you got podcast um if you want to check me out personally uh pretty much uh, mellow the notorious on the socials and on pretty much Instagram and you can find everything else from there. Excellent. And for myself, chewingtherag.com. Make sure for both of us, you follow, like, rate, subscribe. You know, if you're listening to who you got on YouTube, definitely subscribe there. Chewing the rag, subscribe there. Rate both podcasts. You know, Mello and I both, our brains cut. This is why we do a minute with Mello because we both care about the quality and the quantity of things. And your guys' feedback is important to both of us. Special thanks to Flow Right and Serenity Landscaping Services for everything that they do. And remember to go to w.gg and use promo code CHEWIN at checkout for 10% off your purchase there. You got anything else, Mello? 
No, sir. Excellent, my friend. Can't wait to put this out. Thank you again for all your time, and thank you guys for listening. Peace.